Hello, hello, welcome back to the Drama Mama podcast. Um, we're going to start with just a little personal story, a few little personal updates from me, from moi. Um, I don't know if you've seen on my other social media platforms, but um, y'all know the thing I was like hinting towards, teasing for the past two weeks saying there's a big thing coming i know a lot of you guys were probably thinking i was going to i don't know like release a merch release a t-shirt merch or um i don't know like sell my farts in a jar like i don't know what y'all thought nope it was i nope i was in the mr beast video when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I... I can't process it. Um, it doesn't feel real still. And not just any Mr. Beast video. <laughs> Probably like the most tailored to my interests type video. Um <laughs> Basically, we uh, got the world's largest minion, like in the world. There's no minion that that is as big as this one. It was 35 feet tall and inflatable, and 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 we killed it and we destroyed it with knives and swords and weapons and a flaming bow and arrow. Um. So that was my week last week. <laughs> it was the most surreal experience ever. Um just like being around like a creator that is such a juggernaut but also so down earth at the same time and I've just been watching his videos for so long. Um to like even like get to meet him was an absolute privilege and so insane um i <laughs> you're probably like thinking like how did this come to be um because i like have i don't think i've ever really collabed with that many people like literally just duncan and um like duncan you not and i think i think that's it like and I, I am I it, it, I I am like the biggest introvert for no reason like literally no reason I have been in L A so many times 
and just never reached out to people would be like, hey, fellow content creator, would you like to make content video together? Because I don't like doing it unless it makes sense. You know, I, I, I guess it's not, not really that much on YouTube anymore, but um, on TikTok and like in past YouTube, you used to see like a lot of people just like mush each other together into a little mashed potato and just make the most random video together. Um, and it was like, okay, cool. But that's why I only like, like to make videos with people that I am friends with or um, I don't know, maybe like enjoy their content. Like Duncan, like we're friends and it makes sense when we make a video together because we're like, we have the same sense of humor sort of. Um, but it, you know, if I just walked up to Charlie D'Amelio's house and was like, let's make a video, like that would make no sense. Um, and I feel like I'm a little, I'm a little bit too in my head about it. Like I don't need to be like literally huddled up in my bedroom for my entire YouTube lifetime. Like that is also a silly other extreme that I don't necessarily need to do, but back to the minion, um, I heard from a friend that they were looking for someone to, like, make... <laughs> it, it was so um, abstract and kind of vague, but, like, we need someone for a minion, for a minion project. And this was at the peak, when I heard about this, this was at the peak of, like, the minion meme, you know, the gentle minions in the theaters. Every single thing I was posting on my story was minion, 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 you know, like, it was, it was life, it was living, it was loving, it was minion. And so, um, obviously, I was like, I will be your minion expert. I will. And and then, bada bing, bada boom. Next thing you know, I'm in North Carolina um, in a field with the world's largest minion and Mr. Beast. And it was so fun. Um, I met so many amazing people, too, who were involved with it. Literally, such an amazing experience. I can't, I just can't believe that it's real. And this month in general has just been so strange because there's been so many ups and downs. I can't even begin to describe how, what, what is the word tumultuous, tumultuous, like bumpy, rocky. This month has been, I, I've never had higher highs and lower lows than in this month. Um, obviously Minion was probably the highest high. Um, but throughout this month, like I have been in and out of the hospital with like family emergencies, some really scary stuff that, um, has rocked my world and caused a great deal of anxiety and absolute panic and fear. Um, so that's been also the flavor of July. So it's been a lot. It has been a Sorry, I had to check my teeth. I thought I, I just ate a Trader Joe's burrito before this, and I thought there was a good old pinto bean sleeve on my tooth. You know how, like, when you eat pinto beans, like, they have, like, the skin and then, like, the bean mush inside? The skin always, always, always falls off. Sorry, I just, like, gleaked all over the microphone. I don't know if y'all heard that. That's so gross. Um, The skin always, like, detaches from the mush and just, like, sits on my tooth and will like cement onto it and be stuck there for the whole day and I don't notice and then I smile and it looks like someone poo-pooed in my mouth so that's really fun um 
I don't know where my train of thought was going when the Pinto Bean derailed it, but overall, it was so, like, just genuinely inspiring to, like, see, like, how, um, how, like, Mr. Beast just works and how he has this whole system of, like, amazing people that are just, like, powerhouses when it comes to making videos it like blew my mind because like as y'all know like i <laughs> like it's just me over here for the bun of the week experience um and i i'm very stubborn when it comes to kind of like handing off the reins to like say an editor or um basically virtually anyone else to help and i've always been stubborn that way like my whole life for no reason like i i just i hate asking for help um and i don't know why and i'm sure there will come a day when i like you know get a little help get a little because the thing is right now <laughs> the it's like kind of like that that meme i don't know if y'all know what i'm talking about but it's like a graph and it shows like a triangle and it's like you can have like work or school Wait, I actually don't remember what the meme is. Completely scrap what I was just talking about. You don't even know. Y'all don't even know what I was talking about. Basically, like, usually if th there's, like, a balance of things you can have in life, you can, like, have sleep. Oh, I remember. It was sleep, um, being good at, like, work or school, and a social life. And it's, like, those three things, and you can only pick two. Like, you can't have all three of those. So you can either have, um, you can be good at, like, work and school and have a social life, but then you're not going to sleep. Or you can sleep and be good at social life, but then you're not going to be good at work and school. You know, yada, yada, yada. Thankfully, my social life is, I know, this, ew, I, this sounds like the most, like, quirky thing to say, like, my social life is, ugh. but, um... You know, there's not too much going on there. You know, iMessages is a little dusty. The app is collecting dust on my phone. Snapchat um, is so dry that it probably is going to uninstall at some point. You know how, like, apps auto-uninstall to, like, free up space? That is probably what's going to happen with Snapchat. Um, so for me, it's never been too difficult, really, to, like... <laughs> to like balance obviously sleep and youtube and tiktok because i just don't got that much going on socially like i don't know what to tell y'all but you know that's also not the best way to live and um i'd say like youtube alone probably takes like three days out of the week um tiktok all the other stuff i do probably the rest of the week so, like, <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, the bean is stuck in my throat now, ow. Um, so, like, for now, it's doable, but it really made me realize, like, okay, like, being there, being around all the, like, this whole team of people, um, to help him out with his videos, I was like, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe at some point. I should stop being the most stubborn little barnacle stuck on a rock in the bottom of the ocean and, you know, release and, uh, and, and expand.
um but not not right now because <laughs> i <laughs> i'm still very much stubborn and i'm still very much working on that but overall literally so insane there were so many people okay as you all know like with my tiktoks or maybe you don't know i'm just like assuming like you are keeping up with me on a daily basis um <laughs> like my tiktoks are so, like they i guess like the best way i could explain my tiktoks is like i combine like real elements with fake ones overall to just kind of have like an ironic like vibe for my tiktoks so like I one of my biggest videos is where I get a box of dry ice and then I like flush it down the toilet and then it floods my whole street. To break that down really fast, I um my my street did flood, but it was months before I filmed the video, so I like recorded my street flooding and I was like <gasps> and like made all these faces. And then I got some dry ice, and I was like, oh my gosh, what if I mash these two together? So it's like I make these little skits. I pretend that my street flooded, and a lot of people think it's real, I'll, I'll just throw in a video, I'm like, I flew over North Korea, and people are like, um, if you flew over North Korea, your plane would have to land, and you would be arrested immediately, I'm like, babes, babes, why did you, why did you think any of this was real, but that has a double-edged sword, because it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf, um, I guess, because then I, like, made the video with Mr. Beast, and I'm like, this is edited, this isn't real. I'm like, oh, damn it. Well, there. if it isn't the consequences of my own actions. Um, but, you know, I guess I guess it's just like a testament to like how good I can edit my VFX skills. I'm so sweaty right now. I don't know why I'm wearing a hoodie like in my garage with no AC on a summer July day. That was really smart on my end. I'm really a genius for that. Um, but <laughs> it was really funny because before I came to North Carolina to be in the video, I didn't realize that we were destroying the minion. I thought we were just going to like dance in front of it or something be like, minion. But then when we got there, they were like, okay, so um, we're going to do a thing where if Mr. Beast doesn't hit 42 million followers in 72 hours, we destroy it. And I was like, Because I had, I went to the factory in LA where they made it, like, I want to say a week before, and we, like, filmed stuff in there as well for my TikTok, and um, I was, like, emotionally attached to it. I was like, oh my god, like, this is my son, this is the biggest minion in the world, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna shoot a flaming arrow into it, and I was like, okay, okay, I don't know why I'm actually getting emotional <laughs> What is it? Okay, I must be like in a heightened state of emotional vulnerability because why am I crying over a plastic minion? I literally... <laughs> I literally participated in killing it. Like I had a sword and stabbed it like 27 times. <laughs> why am I crying? <laughs> Anyways, um... So that, that's been my July. Just wanted to keep y'all updated on that. Um, but for the rest of the episode, we're going to read some of your guys's drama stories. I must said near death experiences. That is not correct. Um, I'm going to give you some advice. So we will get into that right after this quick break. <laughs> 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay. Hello. Welcome back. It is time to read some of your not near-death experiences. Not that. Um, Your drama, I'm going to read. I don't know what my hair suddenly looks like. Um... It was glued on, like they found like like dust bunnies on the ground and then just glued it to my scalp. I don't know why it looks like that, but ignore. Ignore, please. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> this first story um, is from, one, uh, from someone who's at is House of Chaos. I gave this a little bit of a read before, um, and oh my god. Okay. <laughs> hey, Ben. The story, oh, by the way, um, if you want to tweet your drama so I can read it and give you some advice, um, use the hashtag DramaMamaPodcast on Twitter and uh, send me a little tweet and then I will read it just like this one. Hey, Ben, the story is kind of embarrassing. So it all started with this girl who we'll call Alexis. I never liked Alexis and I talked shit about her every chance I got, but one day it went all wrong. I was in the lunch line with my friend, who we will call Erica. It was Taco Tuesday, and the meat was absolute shit and was dry as fuck. So I said the meat was drier than Alexis's. And then they put a kitty emoji. The next day, Erica was telling everyone what I said about Alexis's dry-ass cooch in choir. At that point, everyone knew. And in math class, some bitch were calling Gretchen snitched on me. In eighth period, I was called to the principal's office. The principal asked me some questions and told me I'm being suspended for three days, which sucked because the suspension started after awards day, a day your parents sit in the auditorium to watch us be recognized for achievements from the year, which gave her an opportunity to talk to my parents about it. The principal talked about what I said, Alexis's cooch. (laughs) (laughs) and some other inappropriate things I allegedly said and sent me home. My dad screamed at me and cussed me out before grounding me for two weeks, and my mom wanted to pretend everything was fine. I wasn't really grounded because my parents forgot to take most of my stuff. They only took my phone and Xbox. I sold my Chromebook, my backup phone, and my Nintendo Switch. So I just watched Stranger Things for two weeks, and no one found out. LMAO. Bye, Ben. I love you and your pod. Um, bye-bye to you as well. Thank you so much for listening to the pod. Um, but... (laughs) You can't just say that. You can't... You can't just say that about... About people. You can't say that someone's coochie is as dry as taco meat. That's so mean. It's so funny, though. (laughs) 
begin? Um, listen. It, judging by how you've described Alexis, it sounds like Alexis is innocent and you just, like, attacked her for no reason. And that's, like, a very mean thing to say. It's very mean to just come out of the blue and say, just start a rumor and say that someone's literal baby maker is as dry as taco meat. <laughs> what an insane thing to say. Um, I I have lots of thoughts about this. I mean, like, one, listen. Like, it's it's fun. <laughs> but you can't say that because I'm guessing y'all are in school. I'm guessing y'all are under 18. When you're an adult, you can just say stuff like that, and then you can, like, deal with the consequences like adults. Um, but if you're saying that to a kid, that is so mean. And whenever you get any sort of insult as a kid, it sticks with you so much more than when you're an adult because you don't really know who you are. So anything that people kind of say about you really sticks with you and kind of becomes part of your self-perceived identity. For example, like for me, if I had a coochie right now in 2022, when I was 22 years old, and someone was like, your coochie is dry, I would say, no, it's not, because my theoretical coochie wouldn't be, and I would know that about myself, and I wouldn't take no heart, but if you're saying that to someone who is just, like, minding their own business, and then you attack them with that, that is so mean, and they're definitely going to take that to heart. Um, I, feel, I feel like you have no remorse. Like, <laughs> I feel like you don't regret it at all. Um, and I'm kind of scared of you. But thank you for listening to the podcast. Please be nicer to people. Um, try and think about it if you're on the other end of things. If someone started a rumor about you and said your coochie was as dry as a Sahara Desert. It wouldn't feel good. Think about, like, the quick giggles you get by saying that versus the insurmountable scars on her soul that you are leaving. Okay? Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Um, next one, next one. This is from at Fizzy the Artist. Okay. So I have a best friend. Let's call him Yellow. Yellow is like a brother to me, but he has feelings for me. He's told me, and I've rejected him. We're still super close friends, but I always feel extremely guilty for not returning his feeling. How do I cope? <coughs> I just burped up um, beyond meat beef jerky. I'm so sorry. How do I cope? Also, hi, Ben. Your podcast has helped me out a lot, and you're one of my comfort YouTubers. Stay strong and remember, pray yourself first. That is so sweet. Thank you so much. Um, thank you for listening to the podcast. I appreciate you so much. Okay. Well, first of all, don't ever feel don't ever feel guilty for not returning someone's like feelings, like romantic feelings. Um you aren't you are never obligated to romantically like anyone. You can do that at whatever pace you want and whoever you want to have feelings for. Um like literally there's no circumstance where you will be obligated to like someone unless you're like literally in India and get an arranged marriage. Then that's a little bit of a different situation. Yes it is. The way my grandma made a joke about that, but I couldn't tell if she was joking once. But then she died. 
um she was indian too by the way i'm not i'm not just and i'm indian too i'm not just like taking a pot shot at indian arranged marriage culture um <laughs> let's get canceled okay uh let's see i mean what what i guess you kind of need to figure out is if he still has feelings for you like if you rejected him and you're still super close friends there is a good chance that he's still kind of like holding a torch for you and hoping maybe one day you change your mind and that's like kind of the fact of the matter with a lot of like males is we it, it, maybe i'm just insane actually i think i'm just insane but like when i like someone i literally become obsessed with them and when they don't want to crawl inside my skin and open up my rib cage and live in there until i die i get very sad so I mean, if you're close now, that's good, but I would definitely kind of, like, make sure that you, that he doesn't still have feelings for you. And one way you can kind of do that is, like, give each other a little bit of distance, um, which might feel weird because, you know, he just, like, confesses feelings for you, and then all of a sudden you're, like, maybe not talking to him as much, but it's a good way to kind of, like, break those feelings in a guy, I feel, um... Like, that way it's kind of like a reset. And then you can, like, go... When you start talking to each other again, it's like you're back to being friends. Um, But the downside of that is they might think that, oh, maybe they, like, really did something wrong by confessing their feelings to you, which isn't, like, inherently wrong. Um, I don't think it's ever wrong for, like, someone to confess their feelings. If they're, like, making you feel obligated to like them back, that's a different story. That's when you need to, like, call the FBI and be, like, lock him up. Lock them up, lock her up, um, but yeah, I'm really sweaty, I don't know, <laughs> I'm wearing a hoodie in July, I don't know why I said I don't know why, um, okay, thank you for your drama story though, let's move on to at Lexi underscore is you, hi Ben, here's my drama story, so my aunt is visiting, she lives very far away, and she thinks I'm faking having anxiety, and constantly will make comments about how she doesn't need a book in front of her to tell that I am just a bad person. She's also pro-choice and anti-vax. She doesn't like me that much and constantly says she only came here to see my other family members, but not me. She's still here and is staying for a month. But the worst thing happened yesterday when we were at a store. My aunt started yelling at me because I went in the room she was staying in to check on my hamster because there's heat waves in Ontario. And she even threatened to call the police on me saying I stole something from her. Anyways, hopefully I live this month. Um, thanks for making podcasts. You're so amazing. Thank you for submitting your story, Lexi. Okay. Dealing with an insane family member is really tricky, especially when it's an aunt. Because you kind of have to, like, look at, like, the authority hierarchy of, like, the situation. Like, I don't know, like, your family dynamic, but I'm sorry. Aunts are irrelevant they are irrelevant. It, they have no place to talk to you like that. And I don't, like I said, I don't know your family dynamic, but I think this is the kind of situation you need to go to, like, your mom to. Be like, your sister is insane. Your sister is whack, and she needs to leave. That is very, like, insanely brutal, too, to, like, just straight up say they only came to see other family members and not you. What? That is rude. That's very rude. I'm also saying you're faking anxiety. Like, what? Who, like, who does this rat think she is? Saying she's going to call the police on you? Uh-uh. No. 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 Um, 
Yeah, I think definitely. Uh, like, if if I had a sibling who was literally being so rude to my daughter, the way I would go, bah, 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 like, if, if, if your parents have any ounce of care for you, I'm sure they're going to, like, defend you. I definitely, like... Try and catch her in a moment when she's being rude. That's the that's the kind of thing with parents. You like almost have to like if you're trying to prove something to them, you have to like like really show them in the moment something that's wrong. So maybe you can like catch her on like literally just threatening to call the police on you for checking on a hamster, and then be like, "Hey, hey, mom, your sister needs to be locked up in a penitentiary." I didn't say that word right. Pen penitent penitentiary. Penitentiary art. I don't. Penitentiary. I. Whoa. What is that word? Hold up. Okay. I literally went and Googled it. It's penitentiary. I think. I don't know. It's hurting me. It's literally hurting me. Um. Anyways, let's continue. Um. We have time for one more story. This one is from at H underscore A Y A M E zero. Um. They said, Hey, Ben. Hope you're doing well. Here's my story. So last year I was in a school where I had a lot of friends and was loved by everyone. But this year I had to change schools and suddenly everything was different for me. The people were so different from where I was before. At first I didn't talk to anyone because I'm a bit shy and I think their attitude is really bad and they always disrespect teachers. But then I started realizing that everyone has his own group of friends with their own interests. I didn't find a person I feel comfortable with. So right now I have no friends in my new school except one girl that I find a bit toxic. But we only talk about studies because we are so different from each other. I miss my old friends and my school, but it's okay because I learned to spend more time alone and with myself. And also there's a girl in my class who always comes to me and starts asking why I'm alone and sad. And I try to explain to her that being by yourself doesn't necessarily mean being sad or lonely, but she keeps asking me those questions. She really needs to stop. But never mind. Thank you for reading my story. Love you so much. Really saved my first year in this new high school because wherever I'm alone at school, I start listening to your podcast. It's like the only person I relate to that. <laughs> you make me cry. Um, thank you so much for sharing your story, and I'm so glad this podcast can help you feel not as alone. I am here with you at this crusty, busted school. Um, okay, let's see. First of all, this girl coming up to you is so annoying. I noticed one thing about, like, extroverts. I'm, I'm assuming this girl is an extrovert because literally she's just coming up to you out of the blue. Like, that's psychotic. Anyways, <laughs> um, extroverts can never really understand that people sometimes just want to be alone and it's so annoying like it they they look at people who are just like by themselves like maybe reading or i don't know doing something by themselves and like think they are like demons and psychotic and like need to be locked up and there's something wrong with them it's like no the way you could drop me on an island and i would never have contact with another human again and i would be like perfectly fine like not everyone, not everyone needs to be surrounded by people all the time to feel sane. Some people actually feel good not being around other people. And um, I feel like a lot of extroverts can't really understand that concept. But um, I just want to say it's so, I know how difficult it is to change schools. It's like beyond difficult. Uh, um, I had to do that from middle school to high school. Well, obviously, but... Um, 
it, it was like a whole new group of people. And I almost had to change schools again. And I was like, no. But one thing I'll say is you really just have to find the people um, that I, I know it might seem like uh, there's no one at your school that you could get along with, but generally that's not the case. Like I remember I used to think of everyone in my high school was like literally demons and I would never be able to like relate or enjoy spending time with anyone there. Um, but then I like kind of noticed like, oh, there is some people there who I think I could vibe with and like enjoy their presence. And um, it took a little bit of like putting myself out there, but you kind of have to, a lot of people are feeling the exact same way, feeling a little isolated and probably share the same interests as you, share the same taste in music, movies, video games, something like that. You are, you just have to find like a common thing that both of y'all like, and then you can make a really good friendship from that. And it's scary as hell to just like do that and put yourself out there. But I promise you, it'll be worth it if you can try. Um, that is it for our drama stories thank you all so much for submitting them if you want me to read uh some of your drama in a future episode please use the hashtag drama mama podcast on twitter and with that all being said i will see you all next week on wednesday um follow me on all my other social media platforms at ben of the week go watch my mr beast club <laughs> and i will see you all next Wednesday. Love you so much. Better the weekend still.